I'll just have one last swig of my Costa coffee. Yeah, <laughs> you ever heard of Costa is coffee? It, is it Costa coffee no. in there? Like, is that Kirkland coffee? It is not. It's, it's a Costa uh, Costco. Costa is like the it's like the English equivalent of Starbucks. Huh. So it's a high quality English coffee. I wouldn't go that far. But uh it's like you know, if people in the US say, Oh, do you want to go for a Starbucks? Mm-hmm. People say in England, Do you want to go for a Costa? For a Costa. It's the same. But yeah, it's it's good stuff. Good stuff. But you can't buy it here. I bought some beans when I went back, so I ground them so I can make Costa coffee here. So that can you have it can you have it shipped? I believe you can. Yeah, I believe you, you can. can have like whole bean shipped. I'm not. Here. I'm not that into it, but I'm sure that's possible. Can't go to Amazon or anything like that and buy it. I don't think you can no. actually. I'm sure you could figure it out. Cost Costa Costa okay. Costa. Yeah, C-O-S-T-A. shout out to Costa right now. Yeah, right. for coffee. Sh- shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're looking to get them. That's okay. <laughs> um, I tried a pretty good energy drink. Yeah, tell me more. I saw you posted that. On it's actually uh, really good. And again, yes, we're looking for endorsements, and, and I'll give shout-outs, but uh, I legit like this one. It's called Raze, R-A-Z-E. I guess you, you can get it at GNC, but uh, I was a victim of their Instagram ads, and they just said, hey, we'll give you a sample pack. Just pay for shipping, and of course, shipping is like 10 bucks. but you know what? I paid the 10 bucks. They gave me a four-pack, and it's really good. Um, sugar-free. They use a sugar substitute. It's got B vitamins and some nootropics as well in there. Nootropics? So, yes. I'm not familiar with that. Is, uh, is that a real word? It, it, it is now. <laughs> <laughs> Appar- or is it clever marketing? Apparently, nootropics, it, it is, a I guess, a supplement or something that's in a... a obviously, if you've ever listened to Rogan, and uh, uh, the Onnit brand sells something called Alpha Brain. Mm-hmm. And Alpha Brain has nootropics, which basically promote, quote-unquote, brain health. So just stuff that's good for your brain, I guess it makes you Interesting. your cognition. Yeah. Um, Helps I'll, I'll, the synapses fire. There you go. Exactly. Something like that. Exactly, exactly. Sounds win-win. Yeah. I'll have to, have to look yeah. at it. Why, so, sounds cool. Why would you not buy that? <laughs> I, and I did. <laughs> See, exactly. So um, three for three on their flavors, too. Really, yeah. really good stuff. They had sour gummy worms, strawberry colada, which is uh, still my favorite. And then yesterday I had like something called like energy burst, which it, it, it tasted like... Uh, like nerds, like the nerds candy. Oh, tasted, cool. Tasted pretty good. So shout out to them. But they're in Florida. So, yeah. You're selling it. You're I'm selling <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But more importantly, welcome well to done. today's dad cave. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, welcome to today's dad cave. Um, we are joined today uh, by Rob. Rob is one of our fellow fathers that was in our Bradley Method class. Um, they also have a beautiful daughter, Lila, um, him and his wife, Bree. And uh, I, we're just going to let you kind of have the floor um, and just start <laughs> out with. But the interesting thing about Rob, not that it's like, oh, my God, he's so weird and different. Um, you're from the UK. Yeah, I'm not sure how wise that is to just give me the floor. <laughs> this, could end up, <laughs> this could end up in a complete train wreck. 100%. No, but welcome. Yeah, welcome, man. Thank you for doing this. Yeah, thank no, you. It's, it's good show. to be here. I like the name of the podcast, Dad Cave. That's 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 very good. And we are pretty much in a Dad Cave right now. Thank you very much. Thank um, you. Yes. It's very impressive and I'm Thanks. very jealous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I do not take any responsibility if if yeah, like like if you get ideas or whatever and like your wife's are like or where where did you get this shit? Where did you get this shit from? Like no no no. I I did that was not me. I did not. I'm not enabling, not encouraging. This is just 
<laughs> this is this when is we a, got our house. I, it was agreed upon that I would take the garage. No, yeah. this is a nice space. You've got Thank you. nice, beautiful flat screen TV, <laughs> a lightsaber, <laughs> Super <laughs> Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah. Always over there. Like, is that an Thank angle you. grinder or something? Y- the, those there? are um, some tools that were inherited from uh, Amanda's uh, grandfather, who recently just passed away. But uh, mm. he, he had a damn good life. He lived to almost be a hundred. So. Oh wow! And we've got the neighbor dog barking in the background. <laughs> which is I, nice. saw, I saw you looking at the Super Nintendo. Is that the the first console that you uh, gamed on? It is not. I think the first one I had, I had a Sega Mega Drive. Oh wow! Does anyone know? Mega Drive? Did they sell them in the US? Are you talking about like the first Sega system before Genesis? Well, no, it was Sega Master System. I think was the first one I had. Then a Mega Drive. Then I got a PlayStation. Maybe that was maybe the was UK the Genesis. Of, I think that maybe was their name for Genesis. Was the Mega Drive? Mm-hmm. Was this around like the mid nineties, like early nineties? Oh, early nineties. Yeah. Okay, then there was early nineties. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a good. I love the Genesis. That was one of my favorite systems. Some of the games I preferred over uh, Super Nintendo. Some of them. Yeah, on Genesis it was like uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. I remember that one. Yeah, and then all the baseball games. I remember playing base all the baseball games on that one. That is kind of where like EA and a yeah, lot of those sports right. games yeah. started to get prominence. It was Madden on yes. the Genesis? Yes, okay. it was. And I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Well, I they, still have an original Game Boy that, that works. You do. And it has Super, uh, Super Mario Brothers, Tetris, and Spider-Man. It still works nice. to this day. Oh, wow. So I'm going to give it to Lila on maybe her like eighth birthday. <laughs> you know, when she's just about ready for that. But, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty impressive. It's a, it's a family heirloom. Any other stuff that you're kind of, you know, passing down to her that uh, it's more sentimental value than it would be just be like, hey, let me sell that? I don't know. Maybe there's a number of things I could pass on to her. Just my my general Englishness, maybe, and awkwardness <laughs> and daily <laughs> lost in transa- dry, translation. Dry British humor. <laughs> yeah, hopefully with a bit of luck. <laughs> uh, my wife, Bree, she's, she's heartbroken that Lila will probably not sound a thing like me. Oh. That's that's her biggest concern, I think. But how do you know that? What if she gravitates towards you and your accent? Well, I don't. I don't think it's possible, considering the amount she'll just be exposed to mm. American accents all the time. That's Brie, true. And Bree, I think, rightly says, once she starts going to school, then that's just the end of it. I've got no chance, right? Right. In you know, imprinting any of my accent onto her, as much Peppa Pig as we try and get her to watch. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. What's Pepper Pig? You know, Peppa, I don't even. You don't, know, you don't even know. I don't know. Oh, Peppa mate. Pig. Please. Peppa, well, I don't really know to be honest. It's just some <laughs> chid, uh, children's TV show with English. It's it's a British show. Mm-hmm. It's called yeah. Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig. And they've all got very strong English accents. I'll check it out. Oh, it's, Where yeah. can I look at it? On is it like on YouTube or? I think so. I think there's a live YouTube channel, like twenty four seven live yeah. feed of that Peppa Pig. All right. Does she belong to the Nickelodeon family? Maybe or I I don't know, I don't I don't is she Disney I don't know. What do you mean that that TV show? Yeah, I don't know who owns it. Okay, okay. But well, yeah, a lot of American children who I've you know like my um uh my I think it's my my wife's half sister. She has a young daughter who thinks I sound like a character off of Peppa Pig <laughs> <laughs> because of my accent. Oh, it's, it's as simple as that. Well, is, is it a good character? I can't verify that information. <laughs> I've, I've, I've not seen enough of the show to say whether it's good or bad. But no, I, lo- I like I like that. I like trying to get her to sound a little bit like me, but I think it's just a lost cause, to be honest. <laughs> well, I what, do, 
I hope she picks up some sayings, some words and some terms. Maybe that'll happen. It's more the dialect. Right. Mm. Things like that. How I say certain phrases. Oh, I am I'm longing for the day. You know, you get like you get a phone call maybe from the school teacher or something about mm. if your child's done something at school that's not great. I'm probably gonna get a phone call one day saying that Lila has told someone to, you know, F off. <laughs> She said, like, oh, fuck off, mate. And that is going to be the greatest day of my life. <laughs> so how did, well, the, okay. <clears throat> but what type of environment did you grow up? What uh, what things did you watch when you were little? I, I, I think my, my upbringing was very good. Like, very, very happy. A lot of sport, played a lot of football. Like, didn't really, I mean, my parents may beg to differ, but I don't think I watched that much TV, to be honest. Didn't really get too much into that. Played out in the street a lot, you know, just didn't really get up to, to, no, to no good. But football was a big part of growing up, sport. Um, and, and remember for our American audience, when Rob says football, he, oh, means, yeah. he means soccer. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> no, he means football. Yeah, we get. <laughs> He's like, I, I, like I like this because obviously when I say football, that's what I mean. Soccer, mm-hmm. soccer, obviously a term coined by the English but I always say oh we're both wrong you know soccer or football that argument we're both wrong it's the beautiful game oh I like that settles that argument <laughs> usually but yeah played that a lot mm-hmm. um, and that was a real big part of my life I, it still is mm-hmm. you know it's uh, it's kind of woven into the fabric of English and British culture I think right. as a sport Isn't, it's like in the US you have like four big sports right, right? yes mm-hmm. we do. at least um, but in the UK, it's it's really just football. I was just about to say, so the comparison, though, between, I guess, American families and their sports, yes, you have a lot of, like, diehards if uh, your family went to a school or, or if your family gravitates w- towards one team, but I almost get the feeling, maybe I'm stereotyping here, is that in in Britain, I mean, it's almost like, Everybody claims a team, and your family has claimed that team for generations. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. I mean, only from my family's point of view. I know my my grandparents, like my grandfather and grandmother, they both went to Arsenal games wow. uh, regularly. They grew up in that part of of North London, or you know, or close to there. And it's yeah, it's been passed down. It's my dad, his brothers, everyone like we're we're just an Arsenal family. And anyone that comes into the family who isn't <laughs> Arsenal is, you know. And now Lila is an Arsenal, yes. an Arsenal fan too. Yes. It's, yeah, it's, it is part of the family. And I'm glad, like, Bree's kind of, she understands that. You know, and that's, that's how it is. But I think it's more part of daily life. Mm-hmm. Like, being a, a huge football fan, like, in England, it's, I'm not sure whether that's good or bad. But here, it, I feel like in the US, it's very much like game day. Everyone's up for game day. But then, like, during the week, everyone forgets about it. That's pretty mm-hmm. much that yep. is true. <laughs> but like, yeah. But in the UK, it's more every day. You know, that's that's mm-hmm. all people really talk about. Me and, anyway. And American sports too. They're the majority of them, aside from college and pro football. These are sports that are eighty games, hundred and sixty-two games. I mean, mm-hmm. I and that maybe could be the reason why we take it a little bit more casually to where it's like, wow, we're, we're not going to get amped for every single game. But when it comes <coughs> to playoff time, um, when games really matter the most, uh, it's, it's a pretty big deal. But uh, 
right? Like and baseball in October. Yeah, exactly, exactly. If your team is still in it and you you've got a rooting interest, you take you do take it seriously. Right. And then you're watching every game if you can. I think so. There's a lot of really big differences. There, the games like sporting events in the US, they they are events, whereas in the UK, it's 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 not as much about like. I don't know, like the cheerleaders and the right. the music, like that's pumped when the ball goes out of play and stuff like that. Um, it's less about that in the UK, but there's a lot of good things about that in the US that I really like. Um, it's more accessible for your average person, I think, to go to sporting events. I think a lot of people that aren't really invested in the teams, they do go along and enjoy it. Whereas in the UK, it's like you have to really be a fan, you know, to to enjoy it there's not really much else for you right unless you're really invested in that team well then you i mean there's like there's like the the whole hooligan stigma right you, you you've got groups of people that are green, almost like green street gay. hooligans yes yeah i saw the movie <laughs> <laughs> it's all true. I, mean, but it's all true. I was gonna say but, but how obviously that's a that's an exaggeration but you yeah. do have groups of people though that i'm sure it's just like american sports fans um we have our troublemakers as well yeah but um, I don't know. I don't know why. Why uh, maybe over there that stigma or those groups are a little more. I would almost say like thuggish. Than than <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Well, I wonder if it's because. Well, maybe there's like the one. There's like the one big sport over in the in the you know in the UK where where here it's we got like five or six to choose from. You know you know baseball, basketball. You got American football, soccer, hockey. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's I'd changing s- a lot. Yeah. In like here I feel a lot more and in the UK, maybe in the last like ten years, a lot more comfortable to take like my daughter to a game. Mm-hmm. Whereas maybe fifteen years ago it was really tough. I think that's something that's changed a lot in the UK recently, because mm-hmm. times when my, my my dad and my uh people that are older than me used to go to games, you would never take kids to games. Why, really? why is that? Yeah. Just because it's a dangerous yeah, or yeah. It's just language? A, or? It's, yeah, stuff like that. Mm. Just hooligans. Idiots being idiots. Yeah. Stuff yeah. like mm-hmm. that. But For sure. I feel like growing up, I, I caught the tail end of that. Mm. But now it's like becoming a dad. My attitude has changed because I'm thinking, well, this is nice because I could bring my daughter here. Mm-hmm. Whereas before I had a daughter, my attitude was like, you know, this should be like a, a partisan at- atmosphere, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. This should be a place just for adults only, but now I'm thinking, well, I'd like to bring my daughter. So it's nice that it's a bit more. Let's calm down a little bit, you know. Right. And and over here too, we have uh, <clears throat> we have teams and and cities and areas that are a little more family friendly. Like, you know, just to kind of throw it out there, I can take my son to an Angel game yeah. and know that there is one like like a fraction of a percentage that there's a troublemaker in there. If I take my kid to a Dodger game, if I take my kid to, let's amp it up, a Raiders game, mm. that I know there are certain teams that just sure. generally don't generate maybe the most savory of, of crowds of fans. So are it, are there teams oh, yeah. over there that are a little bit more family-friendly than yeah, others there... to where, like, oh, my God, don't take your kid to a Wofford game because they're all they're all thugs. Like, like is is there are there teams that yeah. are like that as well? Or are there like two teams that maybe are big rivalry that you wouldn't necessarily? Oh, I'm not taking my daughter to that game because it's going to be nothing but trouble. Yeah, mate, maybe. <laughs> I mean, 
it depends on a lot of things. It depends on the stadium because a lot of some a lot of them have new stadiums, a lot of them are older mm. stadiums. If it was like an older stadium, a team in like I don't know, a certain part of London, like Millwall or West Ham, these kind of teams. I mean, West Ham Stadium is different now, but mm. you there are certain games that you think, yeah, probably not, probably wouldn't take a right just because it can get a bit rowdy. You know, it can get a bit. You know, they, have, they still have police officers on horses. You know what I mean? Outside banging people around the head if they don't behave themselves. You Jeez. Know? Wow. It's, yeah, it's, it's simple, you know? So when do you intend on take... Or has she been to a game yet? No, no, no. Okay. So we went we went back. We took her back to England for the first time this year. Uh, I went to a couple of games with my dad, which was great. Um, but no, nah, she's too young. You can't... We, we couldn't take her at that age mm-hmm. at all. Completely out of the question. Whereas a few weeks ago, we went to a Dodgers game. Yes. And we took her to uh, Dodger Stadium. And it was easy. Like there was no problems at all, um, but I don't think we could have done that uh, like an yeah. Arsenal game, right? Because when we went back, it was like eight o'clock on a Thursday night. It was freezing cold um, against Napoli, big European night. You know, mm-hmm. great atmosphere. It's just it wouldn't have worked at all. Right. I feel like there's lots of space, like at, at Dodger Stadium, to like sit down and just like play with your kid, right? You know, just to keep them occupied, but you couldn't do that yeah. at a football game because mm-hmm. there's a queue of fifty people to get a beer. Like, Whoa, right, right, right. When do you think like, would be a, an appropriate age? Oh, I've no idea. I've no <laughs> idea. But maybe <laughs> like thought that far ahead. Twenty-one. Maybe, maybe, maybe twenty. I don't know. She'll hear a lot of colourful language. Yeah, that's oh. the other thing. I mean, you're going to hear that at almost every yeah. sporting event. But it, but again, I mean, I guess it does depend on the crowd sometimes mm-hmm. but uh so you you grew up in a, a pretty okay so uh stable uh type of family environment yeah, yeah. childhood so, yeah. you said mostly sports not a lot of tv yeah um, from what i remember played a lot of sports we'd mm-hmm. be out in the street just kicking the ball around till the sun went down like yeah. your parents would have to call you in off the street because yeah. it was like it was pitch black outside <laughs> but yeah we'd Smash windows and yeah. sma- smash <laughs> people who used to have those little lamps on their garage. You know, you play yeah, football, yeah, and you just cause havoc around yeah. the street. But it was great. We had a nice little. It wasn't a cul-de-sac, but it was like a went around in a circle. Mm-hmm. So we were off the main road, play football in the street all day, every day when we could. You know, as kids. Now, do you want the same for Lila, or how do you? Uh, I guess you know you you never can predict the future, but how do you kind of envision? Um, activities or stuff like that for Lila? I don't know. Maybe we should ask her mother. No, <laughs> no I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm not in charge. That's the thing. Becoming a dad, you realize you are not in charge of anything. That's right. You do not have any responsibility. You do what you're told. No, I'm kidding. I played the fifth. Oh, missus is going to kill me. No. <laughs> but no, what did Bree say? She says, uh, I wear the pants or the trousers in our relationship, but she tells me which ones to wear. Wow. That's brutal, isn't it? That, yeah. That's a little bit brutal. We can start a hashtag with that. The long <laughs> hashtag, though. Which is funny. But no, but like, it's good because where we live, there's lots. It, she can play outside mm-hmm. once she's a little bit bigger and there's kids around, which is perfect. I want her to have, be active, lot of sport, hopefully. Yeah. But I'm not going to force anything upon her. For sure. The only thing I'm going to force on her is that she's an Arsenal fan. <laughs> Arsenal fan. <laughs> Other than that, she can do what she likes. But if, she's, if she supports another team, then we're going to have issues. <laughs> So uh, kind of fast forward with us a little bit then. So I guess let's go over how you and Bree met. Or I don't know if it had anything to do with you being here or how did you get out here? What happened first? Yeah, so 
I mean, long story short, because it is quite a long story, how we met. We met in Fiji. I was backpacking with three really good friends around the world. I was traveling for the best part of a year. We were in Fiji. Uh, Brie was only there on a layover. Mm. So she decided to stay for a week. And we met on this tiny little island that's like four hours away from the mainland in Fiji. Literally, we just met, kind of exchanged details because we were coming to LA next for Christmas. We kind of had nowhere to go. Uh, we ended up meeting up at Christmas time. Uh, her family, they took took us in over Christmas because we had nowhere else to go. Oh. We just said, look, we're going to spend Christmas in a backpackers hostel. So can we come and have Christmas dinner in my house, please? <laughs> <laughs> and they 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 took us in, and nice we stayed there for nice. ten days. I think. Wow, we stayed oh, very nice of them. Yeah, which was amazing. But I think they offered us Christmas dinner because at the island in Fiji, you're cut off. You're in the middle of nowhere. We had like six, I guess, handles of scotch, right for the for the time we were on the island. And there's no shops on this island, and they had no alcohol for their stay. So we obviously gave them some of ours, and that was the deal. <laughs> nice. We'll give you some of our alcohol and fair trade. Just think about us and Christmas, and you give us Christmas dinner. <laughs> so that was it. We actually had this nice little bottle of like vodka or I don't know some vodka mixed drink, and they mm. were like, "Oh yeah, we'll have that." It wasn't even ours. Uh, I think <laughs> it was from a group of girls that stayed before, and they left it with us or something. So oh you know, we said, "Look, yeah, this is ours. Sure, we, okay. We'll let you have it. <laughs> we'll yeah. let you." Yeah, um, oh, it, Smart. Was, it just Smart. worked out beautifully. But yeah, so we stayed in touch, and we just. I came back in the March to the US to see her. And then from then on, we were kind of together, really. Because of visas, we had to move to New Zealand. Wow. Lived there for about a year together. And then we moved back to the UK. We went to do our MBA. What, seven or eight years later, we moved out here. And here we are. Uh, mortgage, baby, job, happy days. Yeah. Do you ever see yourself uh, maybe moving back? It's never off the table. So that's a good question. Never off the table. I think I've been here three years now, and I said to, always said to Bree, I'll give a judgment after five years. Mm-hmm. So I've got two two left to go. <laughs> um, America, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm judging. <laughs> but then it's never off the table. That's what I say. Like because you can't ever just say we're here forever. Right. Sure. You know. And what does your family think? Things might change. Well, they'd love it if I came, if I ever came back, or mm-hmm. you know, I'm actually doing my citizenship. I applied last week. Nice. I've got a got an interview coming up in October, so I'm gonna be a U.S. citizen hopefully wow. pretty soon. Look oh, at nice. you, very good, yeah. awesome man. So I've got to do the old pledge of allegiance mm-hmm. and all that. Oh yeah. Do you know all your stuff? Uh, mostly. I actually studied American history at school in England, which was quite strange. How is history yeah. taught differently? Like, do they cover? Um, well, I, I would. How do you say it? Like the Revolution? Do they cover that? Well, no. So I studied Prohibition. Mm. We did okay. Prohibition. Uh, we did like Elvis, like American oh, pop culture oh, so and stuff like, like that. 1920s to... Yeah, okay. I did a lot of that in like towards the end of secondary school, so like high school, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we do a lot of English history as well. But the Civil War and that is probably a bit... That's like next steps. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And, and thankfully, it's not a long history, so, you know, you don't have... This is this trying is, to make a joke here that yeah, no, we're is, a very young country. This is true. This is true. Yeah, <laughs> and I think when I get lost in translation, quite often I I sometimes put it down to that. Mm. I feel like with the English language, like the English, we've had a lot longer to kind of I don't know nail down the nuances of language and subtleties of 
I don't know, things like that, like being witty and sarcasm. Yeah. But whereas in America, it's a bit more black and white. It's right. a bit more hard and fast when it comes to comedy and stuff like that. But I don't know. Who am I to say? So that kind of leads us into, in regards to styles, uh, parenting styles. Like, are, are there certain, I guess, maybe American adopted or things that we do that you're just like, what the fuck are you guys doing? <sighs> that That's so different from... You know, the British style of, I don't know, living, being oh. a parent, uh, being a kid. Yeah, frequently. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 that's not fair. I don't know about parenting's a tough one because I obviously I, I've never been a parent before. I've never been a parent in the UK. I, I was never exposed to young children like in any way. None of my friends had kids. You know, in my family, really, I, I didn't really hang around young kids, babies. So I have no experience before I lived in the US. Wait, are you an only child? Or? Well, no, my sister is very similar in age. She's like a year okay. and a half older than me. Okay. Um, but yeah, I didn't really know anything about how they handle children until we went to those classes, which is where like we all met. Mm-hmm. So I was completely like fish out of water. Yeah. What are your thoughts on those classes, by the way? How did, <laughs> look, looking back, like those 12 weeks, two let's, hours every Sunday. Let's start with Steve. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I, I I've kind of told you this before. For me, the the classes were like my first. Okay, let's. I thought of it more as family time. So it's going to be a time for me, Cora. Well, obviously, Cora's not born yet, but me and the wife, I guess, to to connect. So we'd always grab a coffee beforehand, and we're going to do this this class together. And that yeah. was something that we hadn't you know really done as a as a thing together before. So was- that's how I took it. Yeah, I, I enjoyed doing it. It was very informative, and I think it was, I guess, aligned with mine and Bree's views or what we thought our views were mm-hmm. on childbirth and parenting and all that. And there was a lot of like-minded people, mm-hmm. I thought, which was really good. It was, a big part of it was during the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Which was oh, no. so you were paying so close attention <laughs> to these classes, which was problematic because England got to the semi-finals, you know. right? We, yes. we did all right, yeah. so we had to work around games and stuff. But no, it was good just to learn a bit about what was to come. Mm-hmm. But no class, no, 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 no thing like that can prepare you for like the reality. Well, that was my next question. You think it helped prepare you for for what actually was? No, but. It was very valuable yes. doing mm-hmm. those classes, but yeah, nothing can prepare you for that stark reality. Yes, like when you get home, we ended up being in the hospital for eight days with Lila because of various issues. But when we finally got home, that is the moment where you realise, shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're like, so I actually have to be. You're basically on call twenty four seven. Right, you're not coming Someone home empty handed. Right, you got a plus one now. Yeah, forever. I think yes. that's that's the real it's not difficult because you adapt quite quickly but initially those first maybe hours and days where it's like well, I've I've got to do what she needs all the time mm-hmm. and yes. you learn that lesson quite quickly it's you're so used to doing what you want whenever you want you can be lazy whatever but now it's like she's crying you need to get up mm-hmm. that's it's as simple as that but you learn that lesson quite quickly any key, any key takeaways from the class? Like, what were like maybe the one or two things that you're like, ah, I grabbed onto this and I kind of... I think it was just being aware that... Um, I think in the US, maybe more so, like, the the doctors and stuff, like, in the hospitals, they they want to push you down certain avenues. 
you know, in terms of how the birth should go. So it was good to learn from Leah about how we can handle that. Because that's, that's a big difference, I think, that I've learned since the baby was born, looking back on how things are done in the UK, from what I can gather, if you have a baby, you go to the hospital, there's like a midwife. There's, mm-hmm. no, there's no doctor. Right. You, know, you don't have like an, what is it, an OBG? Why, yeah. yeah. You know, I don't mm-hmm. even know. Yep. Like, who is this guy? Like, why, <laughs> yeah. why, 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 why would I have to pick a doctor? Yes. It's, you know what I mean? It's, there's no doctor. This is not an operation. It's like mm-hmm. midwife. Right. So here it's very, that's the big difference. But it was good to learn that there's groups of people in the US that are trying to do more of a natural avenue yeah and and that's what that's the experience that we had we we went to a birthing center we had a midwife yeah um and and, you know they're all they're all trained uh they're all trained professionally trained at what they do and they are ready for any emergency should it they be transferred to a hospital they have a great relationship with the nearby hospital but uh yeah i mean I don't want to talk shit on like doctors. Oh, I mean, no, 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 no. And I'm and all for like look, yeah, abs- there is definitely a need for doctors. Um, I I just don't know if it's in the birthing realm, yeah. and and that's my complete biased opinion for sure, one hundred percent. Um, but uh, I mean, we had a great experience, and and but we realize and we recognize no, though that not everybody's going to have. There is no cookie cutter way of having a baby. There, yeah, things to... happen. It's 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 giving birth to a, a, the life of a human. Yeah. And uh, same thing with me uh, with the Bradley class. Um, you know, uh, learned some great things from Leah. We're going to have her on very soon, uh, probably in a month. Oh, really? That would be uh, great. Yeah. 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 And, and she, hey, looking she, forward to that She one. even said, she even said, hey, don't go easy on me. So... Yeah. Well, I'm sure we're going to have a, a slew of questions for her, but uh, I, I think at the end of the day, I think you made a good point there. There's only so much a book can teach you. Sure. I, I think what was taught to us by her in in kind of the moment of the class of like, hey, like the, like the little tips and tricks, like, hey, we need time to pray. That's like a cool, That that's one for sure way to get a doctor to leave you the hell alone. Yeah. That's a great tip. That yeah. is awesome. And, or just, you know, again, a lot of the other stuff that, that she just kind of said like, hey, you know, or, or say this or do that. Or, um, you know, if you really don't feel comfortable, you, you got to speak up. You got to say something or, or have a have a, a doula or a midwife yeah. there to kind of be like a go-between b- for, for you and the doctor because yeah. that person's going to be a little bit more experienced, a little more, a little bit more well-versed, and they're not going to be so emotional as well to where, uh, you know, they, they kind of have that uh, voice of reason. And we did have a doula as well, and uh, she was a huge help, um, you know, because he, not only did she calm down Amanda, she also cal- helped to calm me down. You know, because we had we had a little bit of a yeah. we had a little bit of a scare near yeah. the you know at the end of Braden's birth, and then you know I just you, she kind of helped me keep it together. But everything's fine. But I was just like in the moment, I was like, oh, that's a little bit of blood, but you know, <laughs> it's it's all good. <laughs> yeah, I think I was pretty mellow throughout the whole thing. I I won't like flap around um, that often. I was. I was always trying to find the funny side of things, if I can, sure. even when you know the shit hits the fan. But I'm sure Brie appreciates that. <laughs> oh yeah, that's, that's especially the, the most agonizing pain of her life. Yes, and that's the thing you have to always see the funny side of th- yeah. in life because uh, if you take yourself too seriously, that's it. Forget about it. Um, yeah, and sometimes she doesn't appreciate the comments or bad <laughs> gags that I'll make. Can but, you give us a particular? Uh, I don't know. She's like, know. I'm afraid to. <laughs> 
I don't know. Now, now you're putting me on the spot now. <laughs> but like, I don't know. It's I've okay. I've probably spouted off so many one-liners. Over, you know, especially <laughs> about those classes. You know, initially it was just like, so wait, you're telling me you want me to spend two hours every Sunday morning sitting in a circle with a bunch of other right. guys, guys and then doing deep breaths and girls they've you know having kids with. You know, talk to Mother Earth about how we're going to have this baby. You know, I was, <laughs> what? Yeah. And she was okay. like, she was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So you're not you're not fucking around. You, this is this is serious. You actually oh, okay. This yeah, is yeah. Legit. That, like, oh. yeah. I've had a few of those jokes. Mm-hmm. Like, so we're going to sit in the circle and breathe, right. right? But you know, that was one of the that was one of the things that really helped uh, yeah. Kristen out was the breathing towards oh, towards it? the end. Yeah. Okay. And then um. You know, for us, we we started at the birthing center and then got transferred to the hospital. But bringing a midwife with us made all the difference in yeah. the world. Because, like you said, it was like an advocate for you who knew kind of mm-hmm. how to talk to the doctors and how yeah. to, you know, because the doctors, like you were saying, they kind of do well. For in our experience, they definitely pressured us to, you know, you know, we'll take take this drug and. We're gonna put this monitoring device on the baby set. You know, all that, all that kind of stuff was pressured from the doctor to, as you know, we should do this. But with the midwife there, we were able to say, "Well, hold on, hold on a mm-hmm. second. You know, let's just give it some more time. We'll wait it out." Right. And then so. once, once you do say yes to a certain drug or process or whatever, then they can, they, then they can scan the barcode. That's so exactly right. Yes. It's like ching. Yeah. <laughs> so they I, can hear the dollar signs. I was just like, oh my god. They're still. I'm pretty sure they're still sending us bills now oh, in the in the post for this oh. pregnancy. She's what one one year and like almost two months old. I'm still getting bills. Wow. Is, is that a big difference? Um, like healthcare bills from in the U.S. compared to say if you had the baby um back home or. One hundred percent, because as far like if we were to have the baby in the UK, like because you pay your national health insurance for your tax, so that's job done. You don't get any bills. There's no forms. There's no insurance. There's no copays. There's no, I don't know, deductibles. I don't even know what this all this shit means. Like Bree gets the Bree gets the um because stuff like that comes through the mail, and I'm yeah. just like, you can take care. Bree, you handle this because yeah. I ain't got a clue what's going on. All you wear you wear the trousers. You handle this. Yeah. <laughs> All I know is like when you get sick, <laughs> if you have a baby in England, you go you go to the hospital, mm-hmm. have the baby, and you go home. Yeah, like you haven't got to worry about them not letting you leave because they haven't got your insurance details and your credit. It's like you know what I mean. Held hostage. Let's not get into it yeah. too much. No, it, it, hey, just, look, this is what this is for, though. This is definitely what this is for. I mean, I think if anything, too, I think it should be, you know, not to get too like personally politically driven here but i i think the united states healthcare, uh, as far as the birthing part of it in regards to hospitals yeah you're right you are absolutely right they're scanning barcodes they're trying to they're salesmen they are trying to upsell you on stuff that you don't necessarily need to the fact that we have to take a class where our teacher tells us hey look they're gonna try to do this and you need to do this to counter or if you don't feel comfortable with that why should you feel uncomfortable in the first place yeah. in a hospital where where your loved one, your wives, are we're all you know having having a child? This is supposed to be a very protected environment and a safe environment. 
but but yet we feel like we're almost being swindled. That's ridiculous. <laughs> That's preposterous. Yeah, it's like, quote uh, somebody. I think close close to the it's like almost two hundred grand. Yeah, like all these bills. I know we've yeah. got insurance, Whoa. but we're still paying. Yeah. Some of them are. It depends on what you use. Yeah, yeah. We're still 200. paying thousands and thousands of dollars. We're yeah. still paying that, mm-hmm. even though we've got insurance. We're still paying. That's the concept I don't get. It's like, so I'm getting, I've got insurance, right? But I've still got to pay. You spend all this money <laughs> to have insurance, yeah. but yeah. you still have to right. pay. Because no, that's all, how expensive it is. It's all fun and games. It worked out well, and uh, I think we've been really lucky with how she's been. As far as I can see, she's been a really good baby. Mm-hmm. So I'm told. <laughs> I have nothing to compare it to, though. Sometimes <laughs> she's a savage. <laughs> Well, we're all yes. The 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 attitudes and actions aside, we we are all very fortunate to have healthy babies. You know, and and that's (laughs) (laughs) you're laughing. No, it's it was uh, looking back, like Mm. because we spent the eight days in there because she had some issues. Like that was really bad. Like because she wasn't well when she was born, she didn't have like a, a heart rate really. She was like, she wasn't breathing. Was it the APGAR score? Mm. You remember that? Mm-hmm. Like when it was like, like was it one, one to ten or, or one, one to... Oh, whatever yeah, yeah, it is. yeah, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, like she got like a one when she first came out oh, wow. for like vital signs, which is, it's a, it's a sorry state of affairs. Mm. Like she, she's not looking good. But then I think after two minutes, they gave her another score and she got eight out of ten. I was like, thank God for that. Great, yeah. But yeah, the first time I saw her, she was getting chest compressions, you know, and the thing in the mouth to <sighs> start oh, the, the, the breathing yeah. or something. Oh my gosh. Sheesh. And it's, yeah, that was looking back. I think I handled that very well. Yeah. You know, some people would faint or whatever. I spoke to a guy who had a, a kid recently, and he was just saying he actually fainted in the delivery room. Wow! <laughs> oh wow! And there was no issues at all. Right? <laughs> he just so, fainted. Yeah. Like she, she was, she was at like one centimeter, and he's he's on the deck already. <laughs> Maybe they showed him the bill, yeah. and he was just like, "All right, I'm out." That's probably it. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "You're gonna charge me two hundred thousand." American dollars <laughs> just so she can have a baby <clears throat> but yeah that's how it is yeah for sure but yeah the healthcare and the, the yeah. that's a big difference mm-hmm. just understanding what's expected because you are treated like a customer if you mm-hmm. guys were to have another child wh- what would you do differently or would you go around the same route and just say look we're just going to have to bite the bullet uh, as far as <clears throat> the bills and the hospital procedures go um, would you Explore the option of going and having the child in the UK. Yeah, I think Whoa. that's that's a bit. Yeah, that would be a bit extreme, I think. But yeah, if we did, it would save us a shit ton of money. <laughs> <laughs> Even with yeah. the flights, we could fly yeah. first oh. class and we'd still be saving money. <laughs> <laughs> we'd still be saving money. A few trips here and there, yeah. Yeah, I know. But no, I think yeah. I think we'd probably do it very similar. I think mm. we've spoke very briefly about like, oh, would we go to the same hospital? I probably would. They're really good there. Where'd you guys go? Just out of curiosity. Um, it was Mission Viejo. Is oh. it Memorial? Mm. I can't even remember now. Mission Hospital. Okay, cool. Bree's going to correct me now. She's like, <laughs> that was completely wrong. That's kind of that's a little far, there. though, right? It is. It's 40-odd miles. I say, yeah. It's like an hour drive. Yeah. So we had to make sure we were down there. What was the connection with that? I think the midwife, because we did have a midwife oh, okay. and a doctor, because they were kind of you know, working together. So we had the midwife, and that's where I think that's where we had to go. Okay, that's why we went because they had a new birthing center oh, opening okay, okay. at our hospital. Uh, I think we we were close to being the first to use it. We didn't end up using it in the end because of how you know, shit went down. Mm-hmm. But um, it's brand new there. 
but it was because the midwife they worked out of their hospital right that's why we ended up down there initially we tried another hospital but we didn't like the it was like a baby factory oh, oh man oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Get in, get out. They just pump them out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Scan your barcodes. <coughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but you got to scan that barcode though. Before you go. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was funny. Yeah. But I think next so time probably pretty similar. Mm-hmm. I think. So now your dad, you've got Lila. Um, I guess in regards to everything about oh, you know, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that. We've got to know. We've got all. There's no way. Everything goes a hundred percent into what you said you were going to do versus what you actually do. So, what's some of the stuff that you were just like, you know what, fuck that, I'm not doing that. <laughs> and like, since like just like helping out and stuff, you mean no, as no, a dad, ju- or, or just like you, you, you both like, tell yourselves like, oh, you know, like we're not going to watch TV. Yeah, we're, oh, we're, we're not going to have the TV. I'm on. not, I'm not going to feed my kid a French fry. Are you kidding me? My kid had like five fries yesterday. I don't think there was too much that I, either of us said, oh, we're not going to do that. Like the screen time, for example. I mean, so far, I think we've been quite good. Like she doesn't need it. I think mm-hmm. on, like on a, like maybe like once a day on average, you might sit her in front of a cartoon for like 20, 15, 20 minutes. That's pretty good. Just to keep her awake before the nap or something like that. Mm-hmm. Just so she's on schedule. But um, I think I think maybe as they get older, we mm-hmm. you might rely more on it. I don't know, sure, because yeah, we do. they just become more active and <laughs> yeah, difficult we do. to we do. pacify. We do. Yes, right, absolutely. Yes, but um, as far as food, I mean, I think like we breastfed her for I guess best part of a year. Like just breast milk. I think we just run out of that. Mm-hmm. But Brie was like stockpiling that for you know, selling <laughs> it on like the dark you know, web. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I heard it's wor- it's worth money. Yeah. It really is. You can sell that stuff because a lot of women cannot breastfeed, and, yeah. and they're just like, I just want breast milk. Yeah, but no, Brie, sure. yeah, Brie did a great job with that. Mm-hmm. It was tough at the start, but mm-hmm. she really, yeah, did a great job. Um, what else? We didn't we didn't really have any ground rules or mm-hmm. expectations for how we were going to parent we just roll with the punches you know and that's probably some on. of the best advice too. get on with it don't set a yeah. ton of ground rules because you're gonna end it i mean yeah I don't we were pretty predetermined decent. expectations absolutely yeah. absolutely what were some of the stuff for you steve i don't i don't know we didn't really we're just gonna play it by ear see as we go same we don't like to do a lot of tv time but we don't do a lot of that as a as a family like sporting events sure we'll watch and for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think sometimes dads are quite, well, if from my point of view, we're quite good at being a balance for our wives or girlfriends or whatever because they like they see a lot, they hear a lot, they read a lot. And mm-hmm. so that's very valuable because they learn a lot about you know bringing up a baby. But then sometimes they read too much. Thank you. And then they'll, they'll get confused and then they'll, there's expectations that are set by whatever it is. Right, uh, by what they may have read. Doctor Reddit, as and I mean, like sometimes to call they go sometimes. they go too f- they uh-huh. they'll go too far and they'll just put too much pressure on themselves sure. and it takes a dad like sometimes like mm-hmm. us to say why are you doing that it's mm-hmm. oh we need to do this who yeah. says we need exactly. to do it we need where'd to you do re- anything yeah where'd you read that well yeah but it was but I yeah just do what feels <laughs> what feels good for us and yeah, we'll make it work really, I think that's it. yeah really good point. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's so many, like... Help bring some balance to yeah. the world, yeah. Like all these influencers and yep. shit like that. It's, exactly. you know, fair play to these people. That's what they do for a living. But it's like, 
you're just you're just some random person off the street just rambling on an Instagram story mm-hmm. about your views on bringing up a child. It's like right. that's great, but we can't like we can't let that dictate what we do. Sure, you know. Exactly. I'm glad that's, that works for you. Yes, but it yes. Not, doesn't necessarily yeah. work for us. But mm-hmm. I think sometimes women get a bit hung up on that. Yeah, you know. Well, and 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 they, uh, as we know, they discuss amongst each other. Um, you know, and and it could it could help them. It could it could be like, well, I don't I don't know about that. Or, but you kind of have to exactly you have to examine it. And at the end of the day, you do what works for you. Not just you know even not just texting them on the mom mom group, but you know if if Amanda reads something online, it's almost like she just. I mean, I it just, sometimes she just takes it as fact. I'm like, okay, where'd you read that? It's a true fact. Well, it, uh, well like, but fact. yeah, but th- but you know, a ton of people were talking about. They agreed, and I'm like, okay, that that may work for them, but does that work in our situation for us? We don't know what their lives are like. We don't know what their situations are. So, again, we, you can take that advice, and and maybe it'll work for us. But then at the end of the day, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. That's okay yeah. if it doesn't work for us. I think in the first, we had this app, which was quite good initially. It was called like the Wonder Weeks, which was all about the develop, de- developmental stages. Mm-hmm. And I, it was quite interesting to read it because then you would see it in Lila's behavior in the first few weeks. Yeah, yeah. But after like 12 weeks, I lost interest, right? Yeah. And, but all of those milestones, people focus a lot on those. And I think you, you get worried oh, if she's not crawling by a certain age and stuff like that. It's right, so right. well, like they'll get there in the end, you know? Exactly. And, and traditionally, you know, you have the uh, uh, girls do this before guys or guys do this before girls. You know, it's it's not everybody's exactly the same. And yeah, like or, you know, you hear stories of like, oh, yeah, I didn't talk until I was like three, but I'm fine. Like it, it, it it's different yeah. for everybody. It's so <laughs> different say, for oh, yeah, everybody. There's nothing wrong with me. And I start <laughs> twitching. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll, I turn turned, that, I'll turn that just fine. <laughs> I turned out TV. I mean, fine. Yes, they they exactly. are the words of a lunatic. Yeah. <laughs> you know, nothing wrong with me, mate. Yeah. I'm all right. Yeah. But no. Oh, one thing I did struggle with, actually, yes. which but I got very lucky, was uh, the time off work. I got very lucky because at the time I was working with Nordstrom and they give six weeks, pretty much almost full pay six for dads. Six weeks. And That's I was good. like, happy days. That's great. But my employer offered me more paid time off than Bree's employer offered her. She's the mum. Wow. Like she's giving Whoa. birth to this That's kid. That's insane. Really? Um, and that was one of the biggest differences I found was like the maternity leave for yeah. mum, for mums in the US. Because I was like, I felt so guilty and bad that Bree didn't like two years before, she would have had up to a year off, no, six months, full pay off work, mm-hmm. maternity leave, and then maybe up to a year off, and it would have just been great. And you haven't got to worry about going back to work after two weeks sometimes for like new mums. Yeah. That's a big difference. Oh, yeah. yeah, that is huge. That's um, but California is pretty good, I think. They're one of the more progressive states because mm-hmm. they have California state laws that yeah. that um, you know guarantee time off, time paid, yeah. paid time yeah. off from maternity leave. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think it's like about up to six weeks. I think is yeah. is what they and it's like sixty seventy percent of yeah, your I think salary. Sixty percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, and it's bad that California is one of the best. Do you know what I mean? And that's what it is. Yeah, isn't that? Which I was. Good point. I didn't mm-hmm. think about it like that. I, w- I thought about it. Hey, I'm so. I'm, this is great because right. I, you know, I lived in Maryland, which yeah. a state that didn't have that 
yeah. moving to California was like an upgrade to me. Exactly. And then yeah. hearing your story, it's like. But I felt bad because like she's you know trying to get the breastfeeding down and like mm-hmm. she's got to go back to work in the US. Yeah. It's like you just had a kid, get back to work, sweetheart. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that was a big. Yeah. Figure it out. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> potluck. It's like uh-huh. who, whoever your employer is determines how, you know how much mm-hmm. time. It's it's very much like that. Yeah. Which was a shame. Or you got to figure a way. Because um, <clears throat> for me. Yes, my job was going to pay me 60%, but at the same time, I had enough vacation accrued to where I was just like, you know what? I'm going to take vacation days, and you're basically going to pay me in full. So that's kind of how I approached it. And that's that's the thing. Like Sometimes you're forced to do that. Mm -hmm. And I, from my point of view... I think that is a sorry state of affairs. Oh, absolutely. To be like like be, to be forced yeah, to have the, to use vacation, yeah, like, oh, like yeah. earn vacation I'll use, time. Yes. I'll use my vacation yes. time because I need, you know, like for a person, like for, a me- for like, like a medical expense. Yeah, it's exactly. like, no, 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 no. Exactly. That's the one big, yeah. like the job I had in the UK before we moved here, I think I had like 36 days vacation a year. Nice. Wow. Or it was like 33 Jeez. or something. And then eight, the public holidays, you know, it's like seven Thanksgiving, weeks. Thanksgiving, for example. A month and a week off. In yeah. addition to that, wow! And, and you I, would would you take all that time in the year? Oh hell yeah! Ah. Hell yeah! <laughs> hell yeah! See that? Well, okay, but that I think pro- that's, oh, I think I that's just, a big cultural. I was difference. just about to say that actually separates other countries from us. I don't know why Americans, we Americans, are almost so afraid to take yeah. our vacation days. Overall, we don't take it. We off. don't. Yeah, we really don't. We save it up yep. and then cash it out at the yeah. end of the year, if anything. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's it is a cultural mm-hmm. thing. I think that it's it's good in the respect, like generally speaking. I don't like to generalize too much, but Americans are very proud, working hard, you know, earning their way in life, right? Which is great, but sometimes too proud. Yeah, uh, a lot of us are our work is our life, yeah. and I do not practice that that uh, mentality of of working. What is it? You live to work or work to live. (laughs) I work to live. I do not live to work. I was in an industry or kind of sort of still am to where some people do that. Not me. No, no, no. I I work my nine to five. I get my weekends off and I don't want to think one moment. I don't want to use one brain cell thinking about my job on weekends. Yeah. It's like you have to find that balance because you run yourself into the ground eventually. Um, people just think I'm probably a lazy bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna ask you, do you do you still ascribe to the same? I have you know, no using issue. All your I have time no off? issue with that at all. Like I have a, I have a wife and a daughter mm-hmm. at home. Like why would I yeah. not want to be there rather than you know exactly. working my ass off? Yeah. So you're just saying you have your priorities straight. Yeah. yeah. There you go. So that was good. That was, that's an interesting, interesting one because Brie has some really good friends still in the UK who've just had children. A lot of my very good friends, their wives are giving birth. Like. Right now, almost, I think one of them is is due any day, nice. but they're all gearing up for like you know six months off work, right? To right. Bring yeah. up the baby, and and it's not something you have to plan for. It's like you're not going to be in financial ruin yeah. <laughs> if you do that. Yeah, absolutely. Which is yeah, it's interesting. Uh, you know what? Okay, that was that's something that I want to ask you about. So over here, um, child daycare is mm. absolutely. Insane. If you were to just go to Joe Blow or yeah. Mary Joe's daycare center, you are spending like what ten, twelve grand yeah. a month or something like that, or, or is that a year? Whoa. Sorry, sorry, is Maybe that a year? A year. Or a year? Okay, yeah. okay, ten to twelve grand a year. Yeah. How is that over there? 
As far as I can see, the whole child, it's similar. Okay. That issue okay. is similar. Yeah. It's expensive. It's hard it's to organize. Insane. We're still, we're starting to work that out now. Yeah. That's kind of one so of the what next do you, steps So what do you us. guys, so what's your situation with childcare right now? You have someone that comes or not? Uh, Amanda works part-time. Oh, Thankfully, okay, yeah, yeah. we're in a pretty good situation where yeah. she can work part-time. Um, but we also have a babysitter that comes three times a week. Oh, and yeah, we yeah. also have my mom who just recently retired. Yeah. So she comes oh, once helps. a week. So nice. we do that. But we are exploring options, though, uh, oh, yeah. moving forward. Uh, oh, of daycare because yeah she i mean amanda's gonna she wants to she wants to get back to working full-time yeah so that's good we're, we're trying to weigh options i remember interviewing like nannies and mm-hmm. people like that babysitters i remember it was hilarious me and brie were just like what the fuck are we supposed to ask <laughs> like i don't know anything about looking after a small child <laughs> how <laughs> are you with people <laughs> who am i who am i to interview this person right. and interrogate them yeah. you know that was funny yeah that was an experience. Okay, how many did you go through? Uh, we, exp- I think we interviewed like three or four, maybe oh, not wow. too many. Oh, yeah, yeah. Some, you know, some, uh, some very young, mm. some older, lots of experience, so a real mix. But no, we the nanny we have now, she's great. Four days a week, awesome. But it's fucking extortionate. Yeah, of course, <laughs> because they know, they know, you know. Man, but she's great. She's wonderful. She is worth every penny, as far as I can see. That's great, though. Well, that's good to hear. I mean, yeah, that's really good. At the end of the day, I mean, I not not I don't mean they as in her, but the industry, the childcare industry, knows it can do that. That's uh, the thing; they've got you over a barrel, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Because there's not that many alternatives. No, there's no, there are no alter, no you can't, work. Yeah, I mean, there are some workplaces where they do have daycare for the day. Um, well, I think that is like, and there should be more of that. Oh, absolutely. Like, Huge employers, they should be like a creche or whatever mm. you would call it here. Yeah, a creche, right? What's right. a tell me oh, what's what a creche? Oh, a, a daycare, a daycare, okay. Yeah, so I think it's like a room it's on a floor where, yeah, there's someone, a right, where you yeah. can drop taker and you, you drop your kids off. Yes, yeah. I yeah. think that's that's maybe a, a gap in the market. Maybe maybe we could start it up. Yeah, that's a, that's a good a idea. Sideline, and, and it would be, yeah, well, yeah, and, and it would also be enticing for people applying. Uh, applying to that company, especially if you have you oh, have hell kids. Yeah, free childcare. Ex- exactly. Part yeah. of the benefits of working here. Yes. Yeah. It's one hundred percent. But um yeah, maybe. I don't know. But it's tough. I mean, are you guys gonna have two what, like another kid or not? Are you thinking about it or I'm gonna go with seventy to eighty percent sure that we will have another one. Yeah. Hmm. Seventy to eighty right now. So there we go, seventy five percent. That sounds like a yes to me. Steve. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh I don't know, man. We haven't discussed it. Um, I, I'm like, I don't know. I probably need another. <laughs> we've, just, I, we've just put I you on this spot. <laughs> yeah, we haven't, we haven't discussed it. Yeah. I need oh, another year before uh, I need before to I can have that conversation. I think I need to ask my wife. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, I, I love it. when they're going to actually listen to this and they're they're going to be like, mm, "Don't you fucking say anything?" Okay, okay, okay. you're fine. Oh you're yeah, fine. I'm just going to go straight home now and just pack my bags. Be <laughs> 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 sleeping on the couch for yeah, a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, my, oh god. my god. Oh, there's a room open at uh, this house over here. Okay. Um, yeah. That's funny. Well, I mean, uh, in closing, what uh, I guess, what advice would you give any expecting dad? Um, what have you learned? What have you? Uh, I don't know. What What are you taking with you that uh, from I guess maybe your childhood to about now when you're a dad? Um, expectations versus reality. Um. I think my advice to any new expectant father would be 
and I've said this to a number of people, sleep when the baby sleeps. That's first and foremost. If you don't do that, you're a fool. (laughs) Sleep when the baby sleeps initially. Um, But you need to be adaptable and you need to be prepared to do anything at a moment's notice. Like those first few weeks, you need to be ready to like jump into action straight away. Like you wake up in the middle of the night, you got to feed the baby or change the baby or help the baby, whatever it is, you got to do it then. Mm-hmm. You can't, you don't have five minutes to get your shit together, you know, to go for a piss or put a pot of coffee on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You ain't got yeah. time for that shit. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm just going to take a shower. Yeah. What? No, you're not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. So I, after days of being at home, I would go to bed, but I would put like, you know, all the, the, cloths like the burping cloths and all that shit everything i knew i would need within arm's reach i put around on the coffee table on the sofa next to the chair so i was ready so nice. why not very nice you get into that very quickly well i did anyway i was like i'm being ready because mm-hmm. <laughs> the baby would be crying like brie was like oh it's your turn to get up and i was like oh yeah just give me a minute like, no <laughs> you don't have <laughs> any time <laughs> you got like, that that answer that. is incorrect <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh, Bree's probably told yeah. you about when I was having cereal once. <laughs> okay. No. I made a bowl of cornflakes or whatever it was. Uh-huh. You know, I was, I was eating my bowl of cereal and she was like screaming at me for something. Oh, Rob, can you go and get this? Mm. And I was like, oh, yeah, just give me a minute. And she's like, no. I was like, well, it'll, it'll go soggy if I don't, <laughs> if I don't eat, <laughs> eat them straight away. You know what I mean? Oh, I, my God. I don't feel I've ever seen her so mad. She was like, you fucking kidding me? I was like, well, you don't want soggy cereal, do you? <laughs> So yeah. Oh my god. That's sleep when the baby nice. sleeps, do as you're told. Good advice. That's you pretty should, good, yeah. You should be a gopher. Yeah. You are no. there. Exactly. No one cares about you. Yeah. You're you're kind of a personal assistant for the baby. Yeah. Like that's what you are. No one cares about the dad. Mm. And I read a couple of books beforehand that was in Oh there. you did? Yeah. Just like funny books yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. about being a dad. It was like, oh no one cares about you. That's all you need to know. <laughs> That's what you got out of the quick, book. The quicker you get used to that, the better. Yeah. yeah. Um, prime example of that was when we were in the hospital. We're in the NICU. I'm getting text messages from all sorts of people about what's going on. How's mm. Bree? How's the baby? We're really worried. So I'm sending all these messages on Bree's phone to all of our friends, giving them updates, saying, oh, yeah, Bree's fine, baby's fine, but we've still got to worry about this, that, and the other. And then at the end, I just put, I'm okay, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> and I'm sure everybody felt like an ass, though. Because, I mean, come on, you got to check in on Dad, too. Sure they did. Absolutely. Yeah, it's like, I'm, yeah. I'm dying here. <laughs> you know, I've not slept for, like, right. you know, I've not had at least... Yeah. We're, I mean, facing facts, yeah, we're the utility players, though. Sometimes that we play a very important part um, in supporting mom and baby. And we also need that rest so that we can be there for both of them i mean am i right i mean geez i'm not look i'm not trying to say that mom and baby are not important at all i'm just i think for dad you're right we're just less important yeah for dads, I, well, again yeah. utility player we yeah. just yeah. have we just have to suck it up yeah I exactly think, exactly because it's i think it is harder for them or what they're going through well, yeah. they're, well, to they're do. doing all the hard work yeah maybe. anyway because yeah. we have to we have to just do the bitch work yeah. but i went back to work after two weeks and it was tough mm-hmm. going back to work with no sleep 
Because I started a new job when she was like seven weeks old. Wow. Mm. And that was a bit odd. <laughs> so your work, your normal work routine, I hate to, I mean, you're kind of just, are you kind of just used to it now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you sit now. But she's good now. She sleeps. That's great. She's sweet. 8 p.m., 7 a.m., she's out. Oh, perfect. Happy days. But that it was tough awesome. in the start. Yeah. You just got to be ruthless with the sleep training. Yeah, you I just know. Gotta be a, you just got to be a, a slave driver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but, that's that's, but it that's kinda, how we did it, too. It, and it kind of yeah. pays off. I mean, In look, the end, yeah, because same thing, course, 7 p.m., 7 a.m. And we are not, and we still pay for it. And I will admit that, that if we did, I think, admittedly, I think we should have been a little bit more harsh on him as far as the sleep training goes. And we are still, we, I hate to say it, we are still suffering. But he's also teething um, right now, going through a lot, a lot. Of, but it is those nights, though, when he's teething and things bother him that it's just, he, it, without fail, yeah. he's up every hour and a half, two hours. Mm. So. I think the only reason why I was so, like, I don't know. Bree says, "Oh, I kept. I would go in and sit, check on her. I wouldn't be as much of a hardcore than I say I am, right? But I think it boils down to the fact I'm a little bit selfish, mm. and I want my sleep. I I want my time. Yeah. That's that's why I kind of stuck it out. And we said, look, no, fuck that. I don't want her coming in the middle of the night waking me up. <laughs> that but, that was it." But, you know, in, in that defense, though, there is the principle of or the idea that in order for parent to take care of baby, parent also has to be refreshed and energized in order yeah. to take care of the baby. Because if, if you're running on 20 percent battery, you, you know, that that's you're a zombie. You're a zombie going through the motions and maybe you're going to miss something. Maybe you're going to. You know, not be as reactive um, versus parent that's about sixty to eighty percent battery charged. So, yeah, we also have to be rested in order to to take care of the baby. I think you don't want the first two or three, four weeks to become the norm. Like, right? You know, it's you don't get any sleep in that period, but after that, you need to try and get back to that schedule. But I don't know. Absolutely. If we have another one, I don't know what's going to happen. This one was good. The second one will probably get savage. <laughs> Usually it works, right? Well, that's how they, yeah, exactly. If, if, if the first one or whatever one's easy or if you had a hard, then, then the opposite is going to happen on the next one. Yeah. For sure. So good luck with that. Thank you so <laughs> much. No, I appreciate it. No, yeah, honestly, though, but thank you so much for being here. Yeah, um, definitely. No, it was know, fun. It was fun. Yeah. Come back anytime. And again, you know, if we want to do a follow-up uh, when our kids are running around and hitting each other with trash can lids. Well, it's like therapy. I'll, I'll, I'll just give you a call. I'll be like, look, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get me on the show. Got to get in any because <laughs> I need to vent about Absolutely. something that happened. That's going to be the <laughs> angle of the show now. Whenever the dads want to come over and vent, that's dad, it. Yeah, dad problems. Yeah, exactly. Dad life problems. And we'll kind of we'll yeah. we'll have that kind of be an upper tier episode to only the people that pay for those episodes, so that the the wives can't. Oh, hear. Yeah, premium, I'm kidding. Premium I'm, subscription. I'm totally kidding. By the way, it's it's oh, always no. going to be. Yeah, we should do that. <laughs> we should definitely do that. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you so yeah. much. Um, uh, hit us up on social media. Uh, hashtag Today's Dad Cave at Today's Dad Cave. Uh, we are everywhere. Google, iTunes, Podbean, Twitter, Instagram. Hit us up on Gmail. Today's Dad Cave at gmail.com. And until next time, the cave is closed. <laughs>